You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lisko. He's your host, James Rapine. Together, we make up the Locked On Bengals podcast, your only daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Follow us anywhere you listen to podcasts or hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Click the like, the little thumbs up if you like what we're doing. We do appreciate that, and it helps us quite a bit. Today's episode is brought to you by Run Your Pool. Check them out today and get $10 off at runyourpool.com slash locked on or use promo code locked on at checkout. A lot of roster moves to get to today, James, and they're all over the place. When I said Wild West in the teaser for the YouTube version of this show that I guess if you're listening to the audio only version, you don't get, I meant it because, you know, we started the day with two waiver claims, uh, a cornerback and an edge player. And later in the day, to make room for those guys, because of timing issues, we think the Bengals let go. They terminated the contract of Mike Thomas and waived Trent Irwin, leaving them with five wide receivers. And we talked about that a couple of days ago. Remember, James was like, would it be crazy for them to keep five wide receivers? And we both decided, yeah, that'd be a little crazy. Wasn't Stanley Morgan. It was, it was Mike Thomas would have been the fifth guy. And instead, Mike Thomas, as of now, has been cut. But... We believe that the reason for this is that they can't put players on IR to return until 4 p.m. on Wednesday. All these other moves happened before that because the waiver deadline was processed at at noon and all these other moves happened. And so perhaps just a timing difference and we'll see the short-term IRs for potentially Trey Waynes and Khaled Kareem, both of whom are on the rehab field on Wednesday. And that would make a little bit of sense. You could see Mike Thomas back with the team as soon as that happens, hypothetically, and Trent Irwin would have to clear waivers if the Bengals want to bring him back as well. Yeah, it's it's a bold, you know, a bold uh, headline, crazy headline. And when it happened, you got to kind of digest it and, and figure it out and try to dissect it. And to me, it's pretty simple. One, if you're Mike Thomas, you're a vested veteran, you can have the handshake agreement that we've talked about many a times on this podcast, right? Hey, if we let you go, we're going to bring you back. Here's what we're doing. Um, so that's easy. But to me, what it says, and we both had Trent Norwin in our six, uh, you, you know, six receivers because we had six making it. I think Irwin's behind uh, a guy like Stanley Morgan. I think that's what it tells me. And whether they plan on bringing Irwin back to the practice squad or just bringing him back to the 53-man roster in a couple days here, uh, after they make the you know the procedural moves, if he clears waivers, that's to be determined. But I, I think that part uh, is kind of interesting because yeah, your fifth guy right now, and this won't be the case when they open the season against the Vikings. But your fifth guy is Stanley Morgan, who's not a really you, you. I mean, he is a receiver. You don't consider him a receiver. You look at him as a special teamer, and that's why he's here, right? So that uh, that part of it was surprising. But uh, like you said, I think there are a bunch of more moves coming and uh, and we'll get to the practice squad, which was obviously uh, uh, filled with moves and filled with interesting stuff as well. And I feel like this year compared to last year, I was much more accurate in the guys I thought would make the practice squad. I, I was a lot closer this year than last year. So 
I'm patting myself on the back a little bit, uh, as I apparently do when I get things right. I've noticed this is a habit of mine. Uh, let's talk about the Bengals that were waived that were claimed elsewhere first. Michael Jordan claimed by the Carolina Panthers and Austin Seibert in a twist of irony claimed by the Detroit Lions and do so and the Lions do so after cutting former Bengals kicker Randy Bullock. So one kicker from Cincinnati gone from Detroit. Another kicker from Cincinnati replaces him, James. Yeah, what are the odds, right, that that you, we're talking about a guy like Seibert who was kind of pushed out in, in Cleveland, to say the least, from the moment he was drafted, and and now he's uh, he's joining, uh, or not joining, but replacing a guy that we wanted to push out, and a lot of Bengals fans wanted to push out from the moment he made the team over a drafted kicker in Randy Bullock. It, look, Seibert, I think, is one of the 32 best kickers. I'm not shocked at all that he got claimed I wanted him to be traded, right? And uh, unfortunately, they did not get that done. As far as Michael Jordan, I, I got to be honest with you. I, this is the worst landing spot for him. Uh, you know, a six-six guy named Michael Jordan going to a, a North Carolina. I mean, that's brutal. I, I, that's awful. I can't believe he went there. You know where I thought he was going to end up? And I mentioned it a couple days ago. Jacksonville. They had the number one waiver priority. And instead, what they do is they say, oh, well, we're going to go get – um, Tyron Johnson, the speedster. And then I assume that same round of waivers, Michael Jordan gets claimed by Carolina. So look, Mike, that name, go by Mike Jordan because you go, you're in Carolina now. You say your name's Michael Jordan. You're either going to get laughed out of the room or you better become an all pro. I feel like there's probably a lot of guys named Michael Jordan in North Carolina, to be fair. You know, a lot of a lot of Jordans probably named their kid Mike, you know, uh, fun, fun fact. I actually worked with a guy named Mike Jordan for a while and uh, he, he's no longer with the company that I work for. But uh, yeah. Fun Did you fact. work for the Wizards? Was nope. it like early 2000s? No. Crazy, Maybe you worked right? for the Charlotte Bobcats? You, you know, I style? did. Yep. That's the one. You got it. Nailed wow. it. Uh, let's talk about the couple guys the Bengals claimed on waivers. And these are guys that might be active early in the season, but I have a hard time seeing them as, as long-term fixtures on this team unless they really impress early. Nick McLeod, an undrafted free agent from Notre Dame. He played Buffalo, played for Buffalo this preseason. He was an outside corner for them. He intercepted Andy Dalton in the preseason after a receiver fell down and did not have a very good preseason week three, according to PFF. The other waiver claim for the Bengals, Wyatt Ray, an edge rusher. He initially joined the league from Boston College as an undrafted free agent with Cleveland, spent this preseason with Tennessee. One interesting note on Ray, uh, John Ledyard, who now covers the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the time was writing for the Draft Network, compared his, early, compared his film to early film from Josh Allen, the UK pass rusher, who obviously developed quite a bit from from the the film that was compared here and is a better athlete than Wyatt Ray is. But Ray did have some preseason success this year, having a preseason week one that in some ways rivaled Joseph Osai from a productivity perspective. So those are the two guys that the Bengals claim. I imagine that they will be pushing to play early because the moves we're expecting to see later and this could be later today. James and I are recording a little bit early. It's 3.40 Eastern time right now. And we could see Trey Waynes and Khaled Kareem put on that short-term IR to make room for these guys as soon as 4 p.m. on Wednesday. Yep. Yeah, I could certainly see that 
happening. It's obvious. And yeah, I was a little surprised, a little surprised that we didn't see some of the guys that we talked about because it felt like there was a ton of talent. And I think that's the thing is teams, the way they view it, they may say, oh, we're okay here in, in the Bengals specifically. We're okay in these areas. But look, we need an edge. We need a corner. And what guys can get us just for a couple of weeks can be the Band-Aid until we get back and, and, and we can make things work then. And that's probably how they viewed it. And, and that's why you're seeing these guys, two guys that we didn't discuss at all, get claimed by the Bengals. And, uh, and a lot of the guys we talked about haven't gotten claimed and they're on practice squads. In fact, uh, zero, zero players except for Tyron Johnson, I believe. My guy. Claimed. Out of all the guys we talked about yesterday, a guy that I think expected to be a popular waiver claim it goes with that first waiver priority, as you mentioned, James, to Jacksonville. Coming up next, let's talk about the Bengals who were not claimed on waivers and the composition of the initial practice squad featuring three running backs. Coming up next. Football season is back and let's make the most of it with a better way to create your custom pool at runyourpool.com. The premier sports pool hosting service, Run Your Pool, makes it ridiculously easy to run a football pool with friends, family, or office mates, which I need because I'm social. But guess what? I don't want the responsibility of running the, well, Run the Pool can help you. They offer dozens of formats, including Survivor, Pick'em, Squares, Margin, Confidence Pools, 33 and more. Run Your Pool hosts formats for NFL and college football, one-week games, full-season playoffs, or the Super Bowl. Check them out today and get $10 off at runyourpool.com slash locked on or use our promo code locked on at checkout anywhere, everywhere in the world. Run Your Pool helps friends and colleagues compete. I'm competitive. I know you are too. So get in on it. The NFL season starts September 9th. Start today at runyourpool.com slash locked on and have your pool up and running in minutes. Again, it's runyourpool.com slash locked on. James, uh, speaking of survivors and pools and things like that, the Bengals had 15 survivors make it through waivers and onto the practice squad. And I'm a little surprised by some of these names, but a lot of these were guys that I thought were potential practice squatters for this team. Thaddeus Moss, perhaps the most noteworthy, one of the most noteworthy, I would say, as many Bengals fans were upset to see him released. And Joe Burrow may be among those who wasn't happy to see that move. Thaddeus Moss was seen by you, who broke the news, I believe, that Thaddeus Moss was out there at practice, later confirmed Ooh. by the team to be on the initial practice squad. In addition to Thaddeus Moss, on the offensive side of the ball, three well, they're listed as running backs on the roster, although Puka Williams probably doesn't strictly qualify. Puka Williams, Travion Williams, and Jacquez Patrick, all three clear waivers and make it to the practice squad. The question then becomes, who's the next guy up? And I would say it's between Travion Williams and Jacquez Patrick, depending on who they would be replacing. That's the key, right? Is, is who are you replacing? Is it, is it Samaj P. Ryan? Because if so... Well, even then you're you're replacing special team snaps, so maybe it is Travion Williams. I mean that that's the tough part, yeah. it, it, you know, because you would say, oh, well, you need the Bruiser, you need Jacquez Patrick, but a Joe Mixon, Chris Evans backfield as far as carries go and touches, that seems pretty dangerous, and maybe it's a special teams issue. Either way, two different backs, right? In in, in Travion Williams, this you know shorter, quicker type back that uh, that we know can play. I think he does have talent. 
And so the fact that they were able to sneak him on in the practice squad is a good thing. And then Jacquez Patrick, uh, as good as he is, I think that NFL teams view these bruising running backs as, oh, yeah, we can find that guy when we need to. And that's why he went unclaimed despite a, a productive preseason. And Puka Williams, man, he's a fan favorite. It's kind of weird. Of all the three, Puka might be the most popular. And uh, I don't really know what his role is going to be in the NFL ever, to be honest with you. But uh, I do think he is talented. So he's a perfect practice squad candidate. So good for him. Yeah, the good news for for the Bengals with Puka is that now they can figure out, you know, are you going to be a receiver? Are you going to be because he's not going to be a running back, really? Like if we're being honest, he, he's just not going to be a running back. Maybe he can line up in the backfield every now and then. But if he's going to stick in the NFL, he'll need to develop, I think, a wide receiver, which is where the Bengals have started working him in. And now he will have time to marinate a little bit on the practice squad. Also on the practice squad, I believe only one offensive lineman, unless I missed something. That's Keaton Sutherland. And we'll see if they bring anyone else in there at some point. Trent Taylor, the veteran who was cut, immediately goes to the practice squad. Not too terribly surprising there. And Mason Shrek, a second tight end. So on the offensive side of the ball, what stands out is one offensive lineman, one receiver, although with the moves today, maybe one of these guys between um, probably Trent Irwin, quite frankly, would would join Trent Taylor on the practice squad. You could see that happening and no quarterback at all. I, I thought maybe Kyle Shermer would be the guy. He had a fine third preseason game, but maybe the Bengals were looking elsewhere or, and this would shock me, maybe they'll roll with no no quarterback on the practice squad at all. I, I just, in a COVID era, I, I can't see that. Maybe they're going after Cam Newton, Jake. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Or, I just wanted to see your face. What about or, Ryan Finley, James? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, as a practice squad, that they may be interested in someone like that, right? You know, I, I don't think Kyle Shermer, he did have a good final game. It was awful against Washington. Didn't think he was that good against Tampa Bay. Um so we'll see. But yeah, I, I think they're going to have to get a third quarterback. I mean, in this era, like you said, I mean, that, you know, quarterbacks go like that. Denver last year had to start a receiver. You know, I don't want to see Tyler Boyd taking snaps at quarterback. Sorry, Tyler. I think you're really talented. I don't want to see that, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and that's why I think they will eventually get a quarterback here. I think this is in flux, though, because clearly the Bengals still have moves coming. By the time we finish sure. recording this, we might have some IR moves that have happened and some additional additional shuffling of the roster. And, and I think we will. You know, I think Trey Waynes and, you know, Khaled Cream are probably going on injured reserve. So let's call the shot now. And it's only three weeks. You know, it's not like it's eight weeks or anything like that. It's three. They were both on the rehab field. So before we get to the defensive side of the practice squad and the special teamer that uh, you and I talked about going to the practice squad and showed up there, when they were on the practice field today, really that's the only takeaway you guys kicked out before anything else happens and you're you're dealing with the scramble of the practice squad being announced. We saw Trey Waynes and, and Cali Kareem on the rehab field. Did you get a look at all of what they were doing, what kind of work they were doing, or, or were you unable to see that? Uh, I, I was able to see a little bit of it, um, but but not a ton, to be honest with you, because we were trying to locate the practice squad members, who was out there, who wasn't. And, and that was kind of it, right? And uh, to uh, just give you an idea, like Noah Spence, didn't see him out there. He made the practice squad. So not everybody that was on the practice squad was out there. Thad Moss, as you mentioned, stood out. He was out there. No, he was a, a member of the practice squad. 
Uh, but it, I will say it is a good sign that they're doing that stuff. And maybe today, maybe that was the test. How much can you do? Where are they at? All right, what's the timetable? Maybe today really was because they were, you know, off back to back days, you know, Monday, Tuesday. And so that's it. I mean, that, that might have been the test that we're going on to see if they're going to put those guys on injured reserve because it, it's we came back in for about a half hour. And suddenly you see these guys are released in Irwin and Thomas. And I'm still down here at Paul Brown Stadium. So wouldn't be shocked at all if that's what happened. And I assume Irwin and Thomas practiced. Did you see, did you notice, were they practicing today? I did not see them. And hmm. you, the, the thing is, is when you're on the 53, you don't think about it. You know, I'm, I wasn't looking for Irwin because I, you know, I was looking for Scotty Washington who yeah. was not out there because he didn't make the practice squad. So that was the the part. But yeah, that's a, that's a good point because we didn't notice them, but I wasn't looking for them because they were on the roster. We, we didn't have any reason to think that they wouldn't be, you yeah. know, at that, at that time, which was literally, you know, an hour and a half ago. Yeah. A lot in flux to be sure. Uh, <laughs> a crazy. lot still moving. But we haven't talked at all about the defensive side of this practice squad, except Noah Spence, spoiler alert. We'll talk about the rest of the defensive players who made the practice squad, along with the special teamer and what we're expecting to come next. Next. It's that time of the year. Football season is back. And if you're looking for a place for over-unders, maybe Joe Burrow prop bets, Joe Mixon prop bets, maybe Jamar Chase prop bets where his stock Dropping a little bit, so maybe you can get some good odds at betonline.ag. You can get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest, the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest, both open now at BetOnline. So go to the website right now, sign up today, and when you make that first deposit, use promo code Locked On for a 100% welcome bonus. Plus, with the NFL season just over a week away on September 9th. It's Bucks. It's Cowboys. If you're a new user at betonline.ag, you can make a bet and you can get your money back if you lose. With promo code NFL100, you can get in on their super promo opening day special where you're going to get refunded up to 25 bucks if you bet on the Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys and you happen to lose. Only at betonline.ag. So get there now. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Today's episode of the Locked on Bengals podcast is also brought to you by rockauto.com. Why choose to spend 30, 50, 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or the car dealership when you can save time and money by visiting rockauto.com, a family business serving do-it-yourselfers like you for over 20 years. Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for all of their customers. They have everything you need from brake parts and taillights to motor oil and new carpet. Go explore the easy-to-use website today. Find whatever part your car or truck needs. And when you check out, make sure you write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. James, the remainder of the practice squad that we haven't discussed includes a lot of defensive players. And for me, as I shuffle around to pull up my practice squad predictions, this is where the surprises were. Because I didn't necessarily think that Tony Brown and Keandre Jones specifically would be guys the Bengals wanted to bring back for the practice squad. But Mm -hmm. 
Darren Simmons has raved about Tony Brown. Winston Rose is a guy that this team might still see as a developmental play playmaker who needs more time and was with the team all of last year. After all is there was a lot of excitement when he came down from the CFL after leading the CFL in, in interceptions. Keandre Jones is a guy that I didn't think had a terribly exciting preseason, especially when you compare him to Joe Bacci, who made a number of splash plays in coverage. Joe Bacci, by the way, also on the practice squad so those three guys, Rose, Brown, and Jones, were the surprises for me. And the guys that I had on my list of potential practice squatters that made it to the practice squad, Bocci, Rennell Wren, who I think is nice for the team to keep after they invested in his relatively raw talent and athletic upside coming off those injuries. He'll get time to continue to build on the practice squad. Noah Spence recently signed. And Trayvon Henderson, who had a really nice preseason at safety, and might be hurt, so not sure what's happening there. But those are the defensive players on the practice squad for now, those seven guys. And what stands out to you when you consider this list of players, James? Well, you, you mentioned Keandre Jones. Shocked. Shocked is the word for to see him on the practice squad. The other guys, like Rose and Brown, not as much. You need corners. And, and obviously there was some uncertainty corner-wise in general, and you're right. I think Winston Rose is a guy that, you know, they feel like they're developing and is trending in the right direction. It continues to flash a bit. Tony Brown, to me, it's probably because of his special teams value, I would say, his familiarity in the system, and who knows how long he actually does stick uh, on the practice squad, But because uh, he did get beat a decent amount. I mean, in practice and in games, um, part of the, the reason why – uh, on this field right in front of me, if you're watching on YouTube, they they blew that lead to the Dolphins. Tony Brown was out there. He was part of that for sure. And so that that was a surprise. Um, Bocci, I thought, played well. I'm glad they were able to sneak him onto the practice squad. I think he's someone that can contribute. You're going to have injuries at linebacker. And, and that's kind of the thing is, like, he's clearly, to me, well ahead of Jones. So I think Jones is kind of buried. And e even if there's an injury, even two, I don't know if Jones would get promoted and it might be, you know, Bocce and then somebody else that on another practice squad across the league. These could all be a bunch of Darren Simmons specials too. You look at a lot of these guys, a lot of these guys can contribute and would contribute on special teams that they were on the roster. I mean, the corners, both linebackers, potentially uh, Trent Taylor as a returner, uh, Travion Williams, obviously a special teamer, Mason Shrek, one of their special team contributors at, a tight end and another special teams contributor who is on the practice squad, James, you thought there might be a punting competition before Drew Chrisman was hurt. Instead, he he doesn't kick it all in the preseason. They kind of hide him a little bit, get him onto the practice squad. And it is a little interesting to see a punter on the practice squad. I do have to say, you know, if you're going to pick a specialist, I would actually expect it to be a kicker because again, in a COVID era, if, if something were to go wrong, and Evan McPherson had to miss a week because he was a close contact or whatever at the wrong time, well, then who's kicking? <laughs> and there's nobody else. But instead, it's, it's Drew Chrisman, who I guess the same thing would apply to punters. Who's punting, if not Kevin Huber? And uh, Drew Chrisman will be on the practice squad. I love this because he's punter P1 of the future. He's not there yet, right? QB1, he's P1. And, and I think 2022 is going to be Drew Chrisman's year. I told you I wouldn't have kicked him or let him punt at all, rather, on um, 
on Sunday against the Dolphins. And he was suited up, and I'm like, oh, are they really going to make this mistake? And I don't know how good he is, honestly. I think he was really good at Ohio State. The talent's there. He's looked good in practice. And so you don't want that guy to get away. And so they, the fact that they were able to get him back, I think that's a major win because a year from now, Jake, we could be talking about the Bengals kicking game, the long term being Evan McPherson, Drew Chrisman, and just two guys that can be those, you know, your stables, you know, staples, excuse me, on special teams for the next decade, right? Like that's, and I think that's a realistic thing. I don't think that's crazy to think. Uh, when it comes to Drew Christman and his abilities. And we've obviously seen front and center what Evan McPherson can do. So I think that was a, a big win for Darren Simmons. And he was probably excited that they were able to sneak the Cincinnati native, by the way, in Christman onto the practice squad. There must always be a punter from Cincinnati. Yeah, baby. In Cincinnati. Yeah, baby. That seems to yeah. be the rule. Uh, the other staple, by the way, James, would be Clark Harris, who's going to play until he's, what, 66, 67, would you say? He's on that TB12 diet, so yeah, at least 67. Oh, man, your love for Tom Brady is fantastic. Let's uh, recap, James. Uh, the, the practice squad, not a ton of surprises. The The cuts today were surprising, but we'll see how that shakes out. After we record, I'm sure we'll see some additional moves, or maybe we won't find out until tomorrow. But I, I think that both of us are expecting potentially at least one, if not two pl- players in Trey Wayne's and uh, and Khaled Kareem with the players the Bengals claimed on waivers to head to the IR. We'll see if any of these other guys that went unclaimed on waivers come up as there will be a second round. Uh, there, there are cuts happening today across the league as waiver claims are fulfilled. 27 players uh, waiver claims were granted. So there are 27 players that uh, it correspondingly will have to be cut. Maybe these teams will look around the league at practice squads and decide there is somebody that they'd like to poach. And we'll see if the Bengals get in on any of that action. What else, James, am I forgetting? Is there anything we're missing that we need to talk about today before we wrap up a a crazy day of moves uh, when the practice squads filled up? No, not really. I, I just, the the one thing I would say, and you obviously don't hope anyone's placed on IR. Yeah. I just hope there aren't any surprises though. Yeah. Like we're thinking it's Kareem and we're thinking it's Wayne's. Hopefully there's nothing unforeseen that's coming down. Um, so if that's the case, well, that, that really sucks and could be awful. I don't think so though. Um, but yeah, quarterback, I, I expect a move. I think we'll hear something pretty quickly. Uh, I would be, and again, maybe it is Shermer. And they're letting the dust settle with all these other guys. And they're saying, hey, Kyle, we're going to sign you to the practice squad. We just need to get this stuff out of the way first. And we need to keep that spot. And, you know, if that's the case, then that's the case. But, uh, yeah, I, if they don't have a third quarterback by the end of the week, I'd be pretty surprised. Yeah, that's a good point. The one open spot on the practice squad, most likely a quarterback. Although we'll have to see what shakes out with Trenton Irwin as well and see if the Bengals want to bring in anyone else from from the outside. And I, I would the last thing I would be shocked if Mike Thomas doesn't come back to the active yeah. roster. I, I I would just I I just tried to process all of camp and preseason. Like when Burrow throws the receivers, he he moves switches sides to make sure he's throwing to Mike Thomas. So I th- this feels like more of a procedural thing than anything. And he is a vested veteran, and we've always said if these moves were to happen, it would most likely be a vested veteran like Thomas. Whatever shakes out, we will have you covered with those updates tomorrow as rosters are crystallizing and taking shape. The last note before we close, James, 
the Bengals don't have to tell us anything about injuries until next Wednesday. The preseason is officially still in session until September 5th, according to the (laughs) NFL calendar, and so practice reports will not be required until practices begin next week. So we won't get any injury news unless the Bengals willingly decide to tell the media about it until then. And uh, don't count on that. Until next time, Bengals fans, that's going to do it for the Lockdown Bengals podcast. Hootay, and have a good one.